Hello, my name is Father Ed Feliski. I'm speaking to you today from St. Clement Mission House in Ephrata, Pennsylvania. For our reflection today, I'd like to use the first reading taken from the prophet Ezekiel. Um, this is the reading taken from this Sunday's liturgy. Um, this is uh, Ezekiel chapter 18, verses 25 to 28. Thus says the Lord, You say, the Lord's way is not fair. Hear now, house of Israel, is it my way that is unfair? Or rather, are not your ways unfair? When someone virtuous turns away from virtue to commit iniquity and dies, it is because of the iniquity he committed that he must die. But if he turns from the wickedness he has committed and does what is right and just, he, sa he shall preserve his life. Since he has turned away from all the sins that he has committed, he shall surely live. He shall not die. The word of the Lord. The reason I want to uh, reflect on today's first reading is because I think it continues the theme uh, of last Sunday's readings. If you remember last Sunday, we had the story of the wealthy landowner who went out to hire people to work in his vineyard. He hired some early in the morning, and some went to work at mid-morning, some went to work at midday, some went to work um, later in the day, and some went to work at the end of the day. And when it came time to pay them, they were all paid the same. And of course, there was grumbling. And uh, the people who worked the whole day said, it's not fair. That's a, a, a theme that we hear in today's first reading as well. Um, it's not fair. Our God's ways are not fair. Um, so I'd like to reflect a little bit on this um, theme. We all know that life is not fair. Some people get breaks, some people don't. Um, there's discrimination, there's um, inequality. Some people get paid more for the same job than other people. To say it simply, life is not fair. Um, and I think uh, we... we know how to compare ourselves to one another. There's a, a commercial that I saw recently, and I thought it was it made a really uh, strong point. Um, I think it was an AT&T commercial. And the sponsor um, was trying to show that they're fair. So they offer the same uh, benefits and gifts to those who are existing customers as well as to new customers. And the way that they did this was they gave a little girl a lollipop and she had a big smile on her face. And then they gave her sister, or brother, I can't remember, a big giant lollipop, sort of like a pinwheel-sized lollipop. And the little girl said, that's not fair. How many times have we said that? How many times have we heard that? If you're a parent, you've heard that a million times, if you have more than one kid. And we have certainly said that a million times in our lifetime. We have a tendency to compare ourselves to one another. And we, you know, we make a judgment about what's fair and what's not fair. Um, but this cuts both ways. Um, sometimes it seems to me that we make this judgment about fairness only when we perceive that we're being the ones unfairly treated. You never hear somebody say, oh, it's not fair, I got more than you, <laughs> or it's not fair because, um, you know, I got more ice cream, I got three scoops, and you only got two. You rarely hear something like that. 
we only we're only concerned with fairness when we feel like we've been slighted in some way. So when we look at um, you know how God treats us, um, as our first reading says, some people say that God's ways are not fair. Well, there was a time when everything in the world was fair. It, once upon a time, life was fair. It didn't last very long, of course, but there was a time when all things were equal. Everybody on earth had an equal opportunity to access and an equal opportunity to discover the truth about God. Everybody on earth knew exactly what God's standard was. Everybody understood the rules and the consequences for breaking the rules. This, of course, I'm talking about the Garden of Eden, when God created and put us in this paradise. And God had only one commandment, not ten, just one. He said, you could have everything you want, uh, everything I have is yours, except don't eat of the tree in the middle of the garden. <laughs> and if you do, then you will die. We see that reflected in today's reading um, from Ezekiel. Um, it wasn't God's choice. It wasn't God's original plan that disrupted this harmony. It was our choice. And God loves us so much that he gave us free will. And for free will to have any meaning at all, there has to be choice. We have to be able to choose between two things. And God gave us a choice. And it seems that we chose wrong. We often choose wrong. And that's how sin and death enters the world. So God had a choice to make himself, whether he should wipe us all out and start over, or if he should rely on mercy and forgiveness. So God, God's ways are indeed not fair. Do we really want God to judge us um, in fairness? You know, to give us what, what we, exactly what we deserve? I don't know about you, but certainly I would not want that for me. Um, because I recognize my sinfulness. I recognize that I deserve um, hell. But God offers mercy and forgiveness. God goes beyond fairness. And God, um, you know, gives us forgiveness. Um, he gives us mercy. He goes beyond fairness. So, yes, it's true. The world is not fair. Um, life is not fair. And God's ways are not fair. God goes beyond fairness. He doesn't give us what we deserve. He gives us exactly what we do not deserve. And he offers us um, forgiveness and he offers us salvation. So no matter where you are in life, no matter what you've done in your life, God offers mercy and forgiveness. And there, you always still have a chance um, to enter God's kingdom by converting your life. And in the end, what is fairer than that? What is more fair than that? God bless you, and have a wonderful day.